This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Pandemic Pipeline. Within 48 hours, we can see vaccine being distributed across the country. Out of work and running out of time. If we get kicked out of our house, where are we going to go? Has safety for kids been compromised? Booster seat companies putting profits ahead of people. Good morning. I'm Steve Kathan with the CBS World News Roundup. An expert panel says yes, and formal approval of the Pfizer vaccine from the FDA could come today. As the U.S. death toll from the coronavirus now tops 292,000, that's more than the number of American soldiers killed in World War II. Now, health facilities around the country are getting ready to give shots. Dr. Robert Citrenberg is in Chicago. This is an incredible landmark that this vaccine was able to be developed in such a short period of time is one of the great scientific achievements of our time. As we hear from CBS's Manuel Bajorquez, anticipation's running high. We've been looking forward to this day for a while now. Kendra Piot will be among the first to receive vaccine once it's approved. The nurse manager at Butterworth Hospital's ER in Grand Rapids, Michigan, says the shot represents peace of mind for those working on the front lines. Having the vaccine is just to the end of this pandemic. Dr. Russell Lamp is the health system's division chief for infectious diseases. We'll be able to start rolling up sleeves and giving vaccine as soon as we have approval. Frontline workers will be getting the first doses as they tackle a Thanksgiving surge in cases. The vaccine couldn't come at a better time. Correspondent Cammie McCormick has the latest on a long-delayed virus relief bill. The aid package is now being held up by a Republican refusal to include billions of dollars to state and local governments, which have been hard hit by a loss in tax revenues. GOP leaders call it a bailout. Also on their agenda, a government funding bill. If that's not passed, it could trigger a shutdown. The issue there is a defense policy bill and a provision that would limit President Trump's ability to draw down troops in Afghanistan and Germany. From Georgia, CBS's Mark Strassman has the story of one family's tough times. Kimberly. 
Kimberly Lavaderte, 17 and stressed. She's a high school senior applying to college as her family's world collapses around them. Both her parents lost jobs during the pandemic. Her immigrant family, two months behind on rent, faces eviction. It's very scary to think that we could lose a place where we found so much comfort. Jose, Kimberly's 16-year-old brother, works part-time at the same food bank that feeds his family. You can see the desperation on people's faces. Kimberly finally got good news this week. Acceptances from three colleges with significant scholarships. I cried a lot. It's a light at the end of the tunnel, something that has given me hope despite everything. There's word from Clorox that there will be shortages of disinfectant wipes through the middle of next year as demand outpaces supply in the pandemic. President Trump's bid to try to wipe away the election results now turns to the U.S. Supreme Court. White House correspondent Weijia Jiang. President Trump met with several Republican state attorneys general. All but two of the officials are backing a lawsuit brought by Texas AG Ken Paxton to invalidate the election results in four battleground states. I just want to make sure that the right person gets elected based on what the voters did in this country. But a majority of voters in this country did vote for President-elect Joe Biden. And Paxton's role is drawing scrutiny in his legal response the Pennsylvania Attorney General Josh Shapiro called it a seditious abuse of the judicial process. Georgia election official Gabriel Sterling slammed it too. It is constitutionally wrong, wrong on the law, and wrong on the facts. More than 100 House Republicans signed a brief in support of the lawsuit. Some Republican senators expressed concern. Many legal experts agree the suit is baseless and unlikely to even be heard by the high court. Joe Biden and Kamala Harris have been picked as Time Magazine named its Person of the Year. Brandon Bernard had Ken Starr on his legal team and Kim Kardashian West appealing to President Trump on his behalf. But it was not enough to stop his execution last night in Indiana. Bernard was in a Texas gang that killed an Iowa couple more than two decades ago. Before the lethal injection, he apologized to the family of the victims and said he wished he could take it all back. The apology and the remorse that was shown helped very much to heal my heart. Georgia Bagley's son and daughter-in-law were killed on their way home from church. Five bicyclists were killed, three others hurt when they were hit by a box truck south of Boulder City, Nevada. The truck driver wasn't hurt. Police are investigating. When it comes to safety inside vehicles, CBS's Chris Van Cleve reports on the questions over booster seats for children. A House oversight investigation involving seven brands of car booster seats finds manufacturers endangered the lives of millions of American children. Among the criticisms, some companies' recommendations children as light as 30 pounds use booster seats. Medical experts say a booster may not offer adequate crash protection for a child that small. Dr. Ben Hoffman is a lead author of car seat recommendations for the American Academy of Pediatrics. There is not a scenario in which I would ever want to see a child under 40 pounds in a booster seat. It's just not necessary. Jillian Brown was five years old and weighed 37 pounds when her mother's car was hit from the side. Brown was strapped into her booster seat. The crash left her paralyzed from the neck down. I would never have bought that if I'd known. I would have left them in the front-facing five-point harness. The maker of Jillian's seat says it met or exceeded federal standards, passed internal crash tests, and performed as designed. A four-year-old boy who fell into a water well outside Mission, Texas, is in stable condition at a hospital. The rescue took six hours, and people there are calling it a Christmas miracle. 
It was a delicate operation. They had to use chisels. Any vibration, any wrong strike of a shovel could cause more soil to fall into the hole. Overseas, leaders of the European Union have agreed to cut greenhouse gas emissions by at least 55 percent from 1990 levels over the next 10 years. The EU wants to get it to zero by 2050. Indiana Jones is readying for a comeback. I'm going after that truck. Oh, I don't know. I'm making this up as I go. And 78-year-old Harrison Ford will be back in the role for the fifth time in a new feature that begins production in the spring. One of music's top stars has been very productive during the pandemic. Critics are giving Taylor Swift kudos for her new album. Evermore is her second this year and serves as a companion to folklore. I'm like the water when you sip rolling that night. USA Today calls it a collection of spellbinding yarns with twinkling piano, lush strings, and plucked guitar that crystallizes Swift's strengths as a songwriter. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. Cheryl Crow and Rascal Flatts lead the list of performers on a TV special that's going to take the place of the annual Rose Parade on New Year's Day. Segments will be recorded and travel limited to ensure safety. There will also be clips of marching bands and floats from previous years. That's the CBS World News Roundup for Friday. The broadcast is produced by Paul Ferry. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. The Hargan women seem to have it all. From the outside looking in, we were blessed. My mom was amazing. But as detectives would soon learn, there was a lot going on inside the Hargan household. Ashley and I have been calling my mom and the house and Helen. No one's answering. 63-year-old Pamela Hargan gunned down in her own home. Her youngest daughter, Helen, lay dead upstairs. Patrol, when they arrived, assumed or thought that there might have been a murder-suicide. But for the detectives on the scene... There were things about the scene itself that were concerning to us on day one. Who would want to kill their mother and their little sister? There is no boogeyman here. It is exactly who we think it is. I'm Peter Vance Sant from 48 Hours. This is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings, early and ad-free on the 48 Hours Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts. Hi, this is Jill Schlesinger, CBS News business analyst, certified financial planner, and host of the Money Watch podcast. This is the show where your money is not scary and it's not boring. It is a show that's all about you. It's your questions that make it possible for me to provide unconventional and entertaining insights on your money and maybe more importantly, on your life. I'm going to be your financial coach, someone who brings common sense and an insider's perspective on how to manage your money and your emotions. And I promise we are going to have a little bit of fun along the way. Have a question from retirement to career changes to college funding? Just send us an email at askjill at jillonmoney.com. Follow Money Watch wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen ad-free on the Amazon Music or Wondery app. Nancy's love story could have been ripped right out of the pages of one of her own novels. She was a romance mystery writer who happens to be married to a chef. But this story didn't end with a happily ever after. When I stepped into the kitchen, I could see that Chef Brophy was on the ground and I heard somebody say, call 911. 
As writers, we'd written our share of murder mysteries. So when suspicion turned to Dan's wife, Nancy, we weren't that surprised. The first person they look at would be the spouse. We understand that's usually the way they do it. But we began to wonder, had Nancy gotten so wrapped up in her own novels... There are murders in all of the books. ...that she was playing them out in real life? You can listen to Happily Never After, Dan and Nancy, early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts.